Jesse Douglas Smith McGraw, and this is What Moves You with Jesse. I'm a transformative coach on a mission to share an understanding of how our minds work that challenges how we react to life and our thoughts. I love to share stories and common sense ideas that empower you to take charge of yourself in a way that brings immediate and profound change. What I know to be true is that we are all innately healthy and doing our best with the thinking we have available to us on a moment-to-moment basis. And waking up to this will change what moves you. I'm so happy you're here. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to What Moves You with Jesse. I got the inspired idea to take the next few episodes that will be wrapping up 2022 to share some insights that I have been kind of having into life, some fresh ones, as well as um, some excerpts from the theosopher Sidney Banks' book, The Missing Link, which I shared a little bit from, I have throughout the entire show of What Moves You with Jesse, <laughs> but I specifically also uh, tapped into it uh, before the Thanksgiving break. And so I thought, you know, I think I want to I wanna share a little bit more from there for uh, the rest of this year. So that's what we're going to be doing together. But first and foremost... Uh, to start off today, I thought I'd share, I saw this video from a colleague recently where he realized that he, you know, he was kind of getting curious around the idea of why is it that I get ideas for things and then I stop myself? And of course, that's so relatable for me, you, I'm sure, <laughs> and every human right? We get these inspired ideas and then we immediately get clouded by so much judgment around why we should or shouldn't do that thing or move forward on that idea. And uh, my colleague, when he was sharing in the video, he said, what I realized was I wasn't taking that leap to follow those inspired ideas because I didn't want it to end in a bad feeling. I mean, it's so simple and it's right under our noses, right? How often do you get an idea for something and then you stop yourself because really, right, we make up all of these different ideas around if we're going to be good enough to do that thing or how it's going to be received or how we're going to be perceived. And really, at the end of the day, at the core of that, what that means is there is a potential that we are going to have a feeling that we don't enjoy, feeling uncomfortable, feeling vulnerable, right? There's a feeling that we don't enjoy and we go, ah, I'd rather not. And when you consider that, 
It's like how often, day in and day out, do we experience uncomfortable feelings? But we get over them. Over and over and over again. So I thought I'd kind of tap into with from the missing link with Sydney Banks. Here's a couple of different sections, but I thought they all kind of, well, I'll just read them. <laughs> so from page 24 of the missing link, Sydney Banks says, healthy compounds, feelings such as compassion, humility, love, joy, happiness, and contentment are all rooted in positive thoughts. Hate, jealousy, insecurity, phobias, and feelings of depression are all compounds of negative thoughts. All feelings derive and become alive, whether negative or positive, from the power of thought. Now, what's so important to see about that is not that it's necessary to change the thoughts, but that it's necessary to see that the feelings inside of you are literally just a response to a thought inside of your mind that by nature is going to pass. So when we get into this, when we kind of, you know, bring it full circle in this idea of, oh, if I put myself out there, if I create that Etsy shop, if I reach out to that old friend, if I follow that nudge to send that email, If I ask that person for help, what if? And then our mind comes up with all of these ideas, right? And then those ideas are what stop us. But at the end of the day, again, let's say we reach out, right? And then now we're just kind of feeling like we're hanging out there. We're floating in space with no ground underneath us, right? Because it's such a different experience to follow those inspired ideas when we really don't know where they're going to take us. That feeling of uncomfortability is purely a reaction to all the ideas in our mind that come up with feeling so vulnerable, so exposed. But again, all of those ideas in our mind, by nature, just like the weather in the sky, are going to move on. So when you start to consider that you can move on these inspired ideas and ex- and have whole new worlds open up for you. Whole new paths open up for you. 
And the only reason why you stop it is purely because, oh no, I might feel uncomfortable. And then we just look at the nature of where uncomfortability comes from and where it's going to go. The more you see the, the, the temporary life of it, the more you realize, geez, I experience temporary periods of uncomfortability all day, every day. So why would I stop myself on this one? I know for me, the more that I've started to kind of, well, I'll just say, right now in my life, I have been in a place of really allowing myself to be in that vulnerable uh, space with ways that I'm expanding my, my voice and my work, my business. And it comes with so much uncomfortability. But... When I look at the nature of it, how it works, it's so helpful to see the simplicity in it. Right? It's so helpful to see that it, it, it's by nature, literally, It's not, you know, a feeling of uncomfortability and the thought that created that feeling. You can't hold it in your hand. We can't pull it out of ourselves and put it on the table so we can look at it. Why? Because it's just energy moving through us. So the less story we put on that energy moving through us and just allow it to move through us, then it doesn't make sense to stop ourselves from moving forward on things that inspire us in an attempt to avoid um, an energy that has the potential to move through us. What do you think about that? Wow, even for me, can't help but get reflective every freaking time. (laughs) Let's leave it there for today. And if you can, I would love for you to take the next like five to 10 minutes to stay reflective. If you need to listen to this episode again to kind of let it sink in, go for it. But if you could give yourself another five to 10 minutes after the episode to not pick up your phone, to not turn the radio back on, to not turn a different podcast on or another episode, try not to move on to the next thing and just sit with that for a second. Because that's when you're going to start to feel your own common sense rise to the surface and see the power in seeing life this way in the truth of how you create your experience. 
and what's possible just beyond it. Sending love in all directions, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to What Moves You with Jesse. Let's stay connected. You can find more ideas and strategies on being human on my Instagram, at What Moves You with Jesse. Sign up for my newsletter or learn more about working with me at WhatMovesYouWithJesse.com. And please rate and review the show and let us know what you think and what resonated. I read every single review. They mean so much to me. You can also call in on our hotline with your thoughts on what resonated there too. It is always live at 818-646-JESS. That's 818-646-JESS. What Moves You with Jesse is produced by Mike McGraw and Tinker City Music. Now, let's take a deep breath and give ourselves permission to live in this moment for what truly moves you.